Good morning, my fellow MS warriors. It's uh, me. Uh, yeah. Hi. So today we're going to talk about ACEs. I got an email from uh, one of you guys, and really, I love it when you guys send me discussing one of my prior podcasts about a possible cause and apparently some scientists have stolen my idea which happens quite often uh, a lot of the engineers when I was building things back in my my past career would tell me you can't do that that can't be done and I would go ahead and make it happen and then they would be like oh wow so now I guess this guy worked prior to my uh, my theory, but uh, anyway, I'm glad somebody has some idea that uh, uh, is close to something I've come up with. But this is called ACE, and it's adverse childhood experiences. Um, this is something happens, and it's not good. And it affects you in your childhood, and it causes you to have a trauma, and that causes your body to, re to react in an adverse way and begins a autoimmune disease, something very similar to what I was saying. There is a list of things that uh, – there's a questionnaire here that they have put together that's uh, – I'm going to read out to you uh, that uh, if these things have happened to you, each one counts as one point. Uh, if you get over four, uh, then you are definitely a person that has had ACEs. And uh, this could have definitely helped, at least part of their studies, could have definitely began your MS. So let's do this. That a parent or other adult in your household often or very often swear at you, insulted you, put down or humiliate you, or act in a way that made you afraid that you might be physically hurt. If yes, it's zero. If or if yes, one. If no, it's zero. When I was a kid, my mother and my father. My father was an alcoholic, and my mother was my mother. And she would often put me in between her and my father because he was physically abusive and she obviously didn't want to be physically abused. So uh, for some reason, she would use me as a buffer zone. So um, as a young kid, that was very difficult to deal with. And... So I dealt with that a lot. So that was very traumatizing as I grew up. So I would get a one point for that. Did a parent or other adult in your household often or very often push, grab, slap, or throw something at you or hit you so hard that you had marks or were injured? Uh, no is zero and one is, or yes is one. Yes. Uh, my father was, again, a very angry drunk. And uh, his idea of a spanking was a uh, broken broomstick. So, yeah, you got it. When you got it, you got it. So, 
yeah, definitely a one. Uh, growing up in my house was pretty hard. Uh, did an adult or person at least five years older than you touch or fondle or have touched their touch their body or have you touch their body in a sexual way or attempt to actually have oral, anal, or vaginal intercourse with you? No is a is zero and yes is one. No. Nobody ever that I can remember ever had uh, sexual intercourse with me that was at least five years older than me until I was 15. So, and that was actually kind of my fault, sort of, I guess. I had, uh, I guess you would say consensual intercourse with a 25-year-old girl. So, maybe, maybe not. And I don't know if you, I guess this goes till you're 18. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's, let's, let's just leave that one. Let's leave that one out. Uh, did you often feel very, uh, did you, did you often or very often feel that you didn't have enough to eat or wore dirty clothes or had no one to protect you or your parents were too drunk or high to take care of you or, or take you to the doctor if you needed it? This is a tough question for me. Anyway, we were very, uh, we, we didn't have a lot of money. And we went to, and I went to a, originally went to a Catholic school that was really expensive uh, because I, I went to school early and uh, one year early and my dad would mow the lawn at the Catholic school and my grandparents would help pay for some of the tuition. But I didn't have the clothes or look like the other kids. So I was constantly picked on and harassed and these are like the, some of the earliest memories I ever had. And uh, one of the nuns there was a nun named Sister Aloysius. And if I can remember correctly, this lady was big and scary and just horrible. And I went to my mother and I, I asked her, you know, how do I get these kids to quit picking on me? And she told me that to talk to Sister Aloysius. So I went to Sister Aloysius and asked her, and and uh, she told me that I needed to toughen up. You know, that's that was her that was her response, and she actually told the other kids that I was whiny, and and so they just started picking on me more. So eventually, I went to my father, who was quite, you know, quite a drunk, and he was also a uh, an ex ranger. And uh, he told me to get a pocket full of pepper and wait till the kids get around me and start picking on me and pick the biggest, fattest one out of them that I could and jump on this kid and wipe the pepper in his eyes so he couldn't fight back and scratch and claw and just hurt this kid as bad as I could. And don't come off until one of the nuns pulls me off and the kids would never mess with me again. So I did that. And, uh, they actually, the nuns actually had to break one of my arms, broke one of my arms, pulling me off this kid and it worked. Um, but so that question would definitely be a one for me. And I guess you would say fairly traumatic. Uh, yeah. So take that as you want. Were your parents ever, ever separated or divorced? No. 
uh, often or very often pushed, grabbed, slapped, or had something thrown at her. Or sometimes often, very often kicked, bitten with a fist or hit with something hard. Or even repeat, repeatedly hit over at least for, through a minute. Uh, hit at least a few minutes or threatened with a gun or knife. No. So that those two didn't happen. Did you live, live with anybody who was a problem drinker, alcoholic, or used street drugs? Yes. Was your household member depressed, mentally ill, or did a household member attempt suicide? I'd have to say yes, because my mother was definitely had a problem. And did a household member go to prison? No. So my AC score is a six. So I would definitely say that, uh, uh, I, According to this list, I suffered from childhood trauma. And uh, I would say that if most of you go through this list, you're probably going to find that you all suffered from childhood trauma. Uh, but the way I look at childhood trauma is, I mean, I realize that this list exists, but I actually look at childhood trauma in a different way. The way I look at childhood trauma is something a bit more intense. And let me explain to you. Uh, when I went, when I, my entire childhood was just trauma, apparently. I never looked at it as such until I read over this list. I just looked at it as my childhood. But, uh, yeah, I guess my whole childhood was pretty much traumatic. Um uh, when I was in sixth grade, I developed whooping cough. Uh, it's a pretty rare thing, but it does happen. And uh, I guess back then they didn't have vaccines for it. I, I don't know. I have no idea. But I developed whooping cough. And uh, they had a really hard time treating it. And I had it for like a year and a half. And they had to send me home from school, and they, uh, the doctors couldn't get rid of it, and um, they, they couldn't even, they wouldn't even send the teacher that was supposed to send my, my, my uh, uh, work from school wouldn't even come near me because he was afraid of catching it. So <laughs> eventually, they my mom got frustrated because we didn't have a lot of money and taking me to the doctor was expensive. So she took me to my aunt Merle, who was a faith healer, quote unquote. And this is something I want to want to emphasize on you too, is that everybody smoked. My house was full of smoke. When we went to aunt Merle's, she smoked a cigar that everything was just smoke ridden. So we go to Aunt Merle's and she does her faith healing, whatever. It terrified me. And I, I, I literally cho choked back the coughs, held my breath. And to, so she thought I was, I was healed. And when I left, you know, of course, you can only do that so long. I started coughing again. So they decided that she decided that the demon that, that she was fighting was stronger than what she could deal with. And there just so happened to be a, a traveling faith healer in town, a guy named Morris Cirillo. 
And they decided the next night they were going to take me to this guy. So we piled in my my mom's uh, Toyota Celica with my Aunt Merle smoking a cigar and my mom smoking her cigarettes and the windows all rolled down. And we go to Morris Cirillo and uh, they, they, they section me off and all these strange people are putting their hands on me and speaking in tongues and it's just literally absolutely terrifying and they tell me that i have the spirit of a werewolf in me and all Ooh. kinds of crazy things that no kid should have to deal with i choke back coughs again and i leave and it didn't do anything but i started staying out of the house and going to the basketball court down the road and literally i would stay out of the house till midnight one o'clock at night and it just went away on its own. So my question to you is, you know, was it the smoke? Was it whooping cough? I don't know. Who knows? But the, the whole thing was just incredibly traumatic. And it was, I mean, it definitely affected me in a horrible heart. It was terrifying to a kid that age. So that, that is a very traumatic, horrible experience. So that's one experience that, that I, I definitely remember and definitely carved a memory in my head. So that kind of experience, that, that's the kind of thing I'm thinking about. You know, I understand that, that, that being in between your dad and your mom and, that kind of thing, but that is a long-term, those things are long-term and eventually you learn to adapt to them. Um, another experience that I had was uh, later in life, uh, I tried to stop uh, my girlfriend from having an abortion because I really wanted to take care of her and I couldn't. That was really traumatic. So, I mean, there, there are things that are just shockingly traumatic that hit like a train, man. Those are the things I'm talking about. You know, like like that one statement, have you been molested? Or That is a shockingly, shockingly traumatic experience. It's like getting stabbed. That is, that's, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Just... You know, things that, that you just never really get over. When I was in boot camp, um, I got contacted. It's like my first or second day of boot camp. And they pulled me aside and they told me that my my first girlfriend, she's a beautiful girl too, man. Just a beautiful, beautiful girl, had been beaten to death by somebody with a baseball bat. And that I had been accused of the murder. Luckily, I had been in boot camp when that happened. I mean, that's like getting hit with a baseball bat. You just, you can't imagine why somebody would do something like that to somebody so beautiful and sweet. And, and then how could they accuse you of doing something so horrible? It's those kind of things that, that, that I'm talking about. So I know this is not a very positive um, <laughs> podcast, but 
if you look back in your life and you could pick those points out, that's the things that I would look at. Those, those, those punch in the gut moments that you're like, that you're like, Oh my God, man, somebody just hit me in the gut. I, I just got stabbed, you know, emotionally stabbed. And when that happens, I believe that that causes a major emotional ripple. A, a, it's like a lightning bolt hits your head. And that, that at that point, and I don't think it just has to be childhood, to be honest with you. I think those, that can actually happen in your adult life, too. But here's the, here's the thing. I think that if you have enough of a support network, you don't have to take that hit and you can actually avoid some of the damage and not have to end up like we are. Um, And I think that as human beings, we don't, we don't, we don't socialize enough. We don't have that we're not connected enough. And I think that's, that's a societal problem. I think we are, we are naturally a, a clan or a tribal being, right? We need each other desperately and to not have each other in, in times like that is highly detrimental. And I think we are seeing that, and the things that we're suffering. So, and that's kind of what this podcast is about is, is we need each other, right? MS sucks, man. It, it sucks. It's, it's horrible, but it's, I, I truly think it's preventable in, in, in ways that we don't, that the doctors don't understand. We need each other, man. We, we need to mesh together and, and, and become more of a tribe. So when those horrible things happen to, to other people, we can be there to help absorb that damage. They can call us and they can, you know, that damage does not have to destroy them like it did us. Anyway, I'm done. And I want you guys to know that please send your emails, man. And please be part of this podcast because uh, I really like it. Uh, I like it and I think we can do better. And I think we can we can keep pushing forward and uh, and, you know, and I think the energy that I feel, I know this is very, you know, out there, but the energy that I feel you guys putting out is very positive. So, yeah, and this is like the longest one I've done in a long time, I think ever. So uh, you guys have a nice day. Okay, bye.